everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of season three of the Lily Grace Lifestyle podcast. Today, I have a dear friend, Savvy, on, and I'm so, so thrilled and blessed that she's on again, because if you listen to her last episode, I believe it was episode 19, we got into it, but today we are getting even deeper into it, and we're going to get a bunch of life updates. So thank you so much for coming on today. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me, and it's been a pleasure to get to know you over the years. I'm really excited to shoot this podcast. I know. Oh my gosh, it's been crazy. And the reason why I reached out to this fabulous lady is because we had the same birthday off by a day. Um, We're the same age. We're both Asian women in fitness and just business in general. And she loves cars and fashion and basically all the things that I love. So I was like, okay, I have to reach out to her. And she responded. And ever since we've just hit it off, even though we've never met in person before, but I love it still. (laughs) One day for sure. I need to make it to California for sure. So what defines your lifestyle? say one thing that defines it is I just feel very fortunate is that a good okay answer? yeah no that's good I, I just feel I feel very blessed to be in an industry where I get to help other people find a healthy way to thrive and the fact that I have the opportunity to support them along that journey is absolutely incredible and it's just been so amazing that Everyone I work with is so interested in strengthening so many different parts of themselves. So not just the physical part, but their mind, body, and spirit. Like, I I can't describe what it feels like to be along the journey of people who are bettering themselves from the inside out, because that's something I'm always working on for myself. And the mm-hmm. fact that I get to join in on helping other, people's, other people achieve that is just incredible it's a blessing oh my gosh I love that I feel like that's such a positive way to look at life in general and like if you're grateful for even the littlest things you can't really be too sad so that's awesome I love it and can you give people a little bit of your background for people who might not know who you are yeah so I'm savvy um I am a personal trainer and online coach and I also create content on social media so I'm on Instagram and TikTok a little bit on Twitter hopefully getting into YouTube but right now I'm still figuring out how to handle and tackle that beast Um, (laughs) I create content that educates people on all things health wellness nutrition fitness all that good stuff Love it. Love it. And I found you initially on Instagram. And then I realized she's like huge on Instagram and TikTok. Ever since I met you, you've even grown bigger and bigger, but it's like crazy. I think the amount of influence you have and just like how you relate to your viewers is so amazing. And I feel like that definitely resonated with me and I'm sure many other people if they take a look at your social media. So super fun. And what do you think is the best part? so far of like being a fitness influencer per se and being a fitness trainer and all that yeah I think the best part would be that I've been able to connect with so many people on a deeper level since our physical health is very important of course but also our inner health and the way it transfers into all parts of life and so by being able to connect with so many different people over the past year and work with them very closely and directly it's been amazing um all the things that i've learned and like how different people have to tackle different things and everyone's approaches to it and what works best for everyone um so i guess the best part is everything i've learned about my community what do you think in the past year has changed for you like what is the biggest most drastic thing that's really flipped in your life oh my goodness i don't even know where to begin i feel like (laughs) everything has changed this year it's been both the best and worst year of my life but I'm so grateful to have both that spectrum yeah so with that being said I mean 2021 was still the best year on record for me so far and so I'm really grateful for everything that it taught me and all the changes that uh, have happened Um, some changes that stand out to me. Uh, I've made the most incredible friends ever that feel lifelong and it's a really good feeling. And so I've met a lot of just really, truly incredible people this year and um, having their support along my journey has been revolutionary because so many things have changed. Like I've taken on a lot of new projects. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I've been making room to expand on projects that I've already been working on. And so I was doing a lot of personal training last year. I'm still doing it now. I still absolutely love it. But now I'm putting more focus into online coaching. Mm -hmm. um, I like that it has a greater reach and I can reach more people and help out more people achieve their goals and dreams and everything. And then also, um, I would like to be remote to work on, have more time to work on uh, another project that I'm working on that was introduced this year. And so I'll be working on creating a new platform to expand my community even more. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I want to talk about each part of that. Cause I think every single section of what you just said is just so exciting and you've been working nonstop. Like, I feel like you just don't sleep. <laughs> But that's a big part of health, so you need to sleep. But <laughs> yes, it's part of recovery, and it's, uh, in order to work optimally and everything else. Yeah. So uh, let's. I do get... wish there's more time today. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. <laughs> what is the platform you have been developing? Can you speak on that and just share the whole process that, that you've been through so far? It's still a work in progress. There are a lot of parts to it, a lot of different moving parts, a lot of parts that. I'm familiarizing myself with. And so I am working on creating a platform to help strengthen uh, everyone's mind, body, and soul. And so what I mean by that is instead of just um, prescribing a workout program and telling people how to follow it and how to eat well and everything, mm -hmm. my favorite parts of fitness are the things beyond the physical. So the things like um, the self-discipline I've developed, the self-love I've developed. I want everyone to follow the program feeling empowered and confident and let every part of that pour out into the rest of their lives because I've seen what fitness has done for me, not just in terms of health uh, for my life there, but also in my personal and professional life and how it's made everything run much smoother. And if that's what people want and desire, and that's the kind of balance that they're looking for in their life, I think everyone deserves a chance to uh, achieve that. So, yeah. So that's what my program is based around is just a healthy lifestyle instead of just a workout program and nutrition plan. Nice, which is very appropriate for this show as well, considering it's about lifestyle, but I agree because fitness is not just the physical, it goes beyond that, like what you were saying. And I think a lot of people don't understand that until they seriously get into it because they're like, oh, I did one workout and my life didn't change, but it's a whole lifestyle and you really have to put the effort and time in to get there. So fascinating. And then can you talk a little bit about the process of creating the platform? Yeah, so uh, I can talk a bit about it. It's going through design right now. And so, um, well, part of the process, a lot of it is research. And so that will be an ongoing thing, of course. Yeah, right now I'm going through the design process of it, working with some UI AI designers and getting some functions going, a layout, all the visual stuff. And then we'll go into development from there where I will be working with some investors, um, like some advisors, business consulting things. Um, and then in terms of the research outside of like the market strategy and the approach and figuring out the MVPs and stuff, um, mm -hmm. my favorite part of the research was getting to know my, like my community on a more personal level. So yeah. I absolutely loved uh, getting a deeper understanding of what my clients wanted, what my followers wanted and learning what struggles they deal with and how I can support their journey and overcome those struggles. And so uh, getting to know them was um, like uh, taking like a deep dive into what they face and what they're looking for was my favorite part of the process. I love that. So you're kind of like a detective in a sense, which is great. I guess so yeah, <laughs> it was really great learning um, what people look for and um, what they think would help their lives. And so, I mean, there's just there's no greater feeling than having the opportunity to help others succeed. And so uh, by getting the feedback that I got and the information that I got, it, that, yeah, that was my favorite part of the research for sure. Wow, that's awesome. I love that. And I think that's like a part of everyone who's passionate about what they do. You just have to be a detective and kind of solve problems and dig deeper, deeper than anyone else. So that's amazing. And then you're also, you mentioned your online training program. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that process developed? I've been online coaching for a little while. 
post COVID, I really enjoyed the in-person training and then I right. did online one-on-one coaching there too. And then I was online coaching, um, a few handful of people. Uh, I am kind of selective with who I train because mm-hmm. I want, um, to be able to support their goals. And so I want us to resonate with each other and everything. This year I've made more room. I'm not doing as much in-person training anymore. And I've uh, slowed down some other projects to make room for this online coaching because I love expanding that community. And the reason I have there is just so much greater. And um, it's been awesome opening the door to welcome more people into this community and to support their dreams and goals. Oh, that's so cool. So that's how I came about um, because I just, I genuinely love my job and I love being a coach. So I wanted to increase my opportunities to get to be a coach even more. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And when you were younger, did you ever imagine yourself in this position? No. Oh my goodness. If you told me that this was all happening, I wouldn't believe you because I would be like, that is something I can only fantasize and dream about. That's not something that can come true. And even right now, I think I said this last year too, it still feels the same. Yeah. It feels like a dream come true. Like I feel like I'm living in a fairy tale every single day. And (laughs) like you mentioned, yeah, I'm busy and go, go, go all the time, but I wouldn't want it any other way. I, yeah really love what I'm doing and I love the people that I work with and I love that I get to help people find a healthy way to thrive and just become their best selves through something that has helped me so much so I've seen a massive change in my life from it I love seeing how it changes other people's lives and yeah I'm here to stay it's it it really (laughs) is a dream come true so no I I would I would never imagine to be in this position that's that's crazy I was just curious because for people like us who love to plan and organize every single part of our lives like and when I was younger, I was like, I know exactly where I'm going to be when I'm 23 years old and this is what's going to happen. But it's like, I would have never pictured myself here either, but it's amazing kind of what can happen in your life, even if you are super structured, like sometimes even better things than what you could imagine happens. So it's just interesting. Right. So how do you feel about your pivot? Really happy about it. I'm not an interior designer per se, sitting in the office doing floor plans all day, but I'm selling to those people. And I just feel like it opened up so many new opportunities to travel, to meet people, to support people in a different way. And I just felt like it was a better fit. And even though sales, a sales job wasn't in my book of goals when I was 13 years old, I feel like it just like naturally happened and it was the right path, probably similar to you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing what happens when you pursue passion and see what comes comes into your journey. I know. And it's scary. So if someone's listening, they're like, oh my God, I could never. But it's like it it's really scary. And you kind of have to take a leap of faith. <laughs> right. And like as scary as it is, because yes, it is scary. That's just how it is. I'm not gonna fluff it and say it's not. Yeah. It's really scary. And what we're really scared of is regretting our decision to do that. But I think what's even scarier is if you look back in 10 years and you look back at the past 10 years, what's even Mm -hmm. scarier is regretting that you never took the chance to do it. And so battle you know yeah and honestly too it's never too late whether you're 65 25 15 like it's never too early or late to start I think we got lucky and kind of found our passions at an earlier phase of our lives but some people it takes a while and like that's okay keep pushing (laughs) yeah right I we I mean our passions were still in different careers before but we're still really grateful that it took this pivot so yeah yeah, I like that a lot I think it's never too late to start. Yeah, for sure. Well, can you talk to us a little bit about working with a bunch of different fitness people like Brett Contreras and all the fabulous ladies you work out with? Like, what has that been like surrounding yourself with such like top dogs? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Absolutely amazing. I love the glute squad, Brett's glute squad. They're just (laughs) bunch of incredible women who are so empowering and supportive and encouraging and they're all like bad ass as <laughs> heck they're amazing they are so just 
gosh, their willpower is incredible. They are, they all have amazing personalities and we all share such a love for strength and conditioning. It's really awesome to be in an environment where everyone kind of resonates on the same level and to have Brett's support. Oh, oh my gosh. He is probably my favorite person in the world or at least awesome. one of them for sure. <laughs> yeah. There's seriously no way to put into words how much I appreciate him and how grateful I am for the value that he's provided me. I can never thank him enough for the changes he's made in my life as a mentor, a coach, a friend. He is so extremely credible, very, very smart, very knowledgeable. And I don't know anyone's, I haven't met anyone so far who works harder than Brett. So it's, I feel so fortunate to have him in my life and to have his support. That's awesome. And how did you find him or meet him? Like, how did that kind of come to be? Um, we met through Instagram. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and he was in the area. That's awesome. And yeah, no, he, his videos, I watched a few of them when I was younger, kind of figuring out like how to build my butt and like what I'm doing with my life. And um, no, he's so like scientific and I just love his method. And like you were saying, it's just like so powerful. Like you can see how passionate and how driven he is too. And it's like infectious. I love it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He is literally the leading expert in glutes in the world but yeah. he's also just so smart in so many different areas of strength and conditioning it's he's amazing <laughs> that's awesome that's crazy and can you describe what the glute squad or the glute lab is for people who don't know yeah so uh glute lab is a famous gym in san diego for females it's an all-girls gym and it was created by Brett Contreras so it's it's like it's like a dream come true for people who are in strength and conditioning I feel like I'm in a candy a little kid in a candy store when I'm there it has incredible equipment everything that you'd want in a gym and the atmosphere is very empowering and motivating it's the support in there from the glute squad is unreal I think most of my PRs, my personal records and lifting have been done at Glue Lab with Brad and with the Glue Squad. Yeah, and we all do strong lifting there. And so strong lifting was also created by Brad. It's six lifts, it's mm-hmm. uh, pinups, military press, bench, hip thrust, um, squat, and deadlift. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he, asked, he actually very recently, less than a week ago, uh, launched his strong lifting certificate or certification. Wow. He's been working on it for a while. So yeah, I'm definitely going to get my certification and I totally recommend it to anyone who's looking to become more knowledgeable and more credible in strength and physique. So yeah, that's really exciting. I'm really, really looking forward to studying for that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's just so many facets to each industry, like all the certifications and all the different types of training. Like it's just so interesting to me because I am into fitness, but obviously not a professional like you, but it's just like so interesting to see all the different aspects and like there's so much potential and so many different paths that people can take even in one industry. So that's so cool. Oh, absolutely. You can even get a certification in like kettlebell stuff. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And what is like one type of fitness that you really wanted to try like in your life because one time I went to this pole fitness class and it was actually really hard and really fun and then I've done like bar fitness like what is some type of fitness that you are like oh my gosh you need to try that (laughs) oh my gosh I mean so like you said pole it seems very difficult and my good friend that I actually met through Brett and Instagram uh, Steffi squats she said she would teach me and she's absolutely incredible with it she's so strong it's amazing um it's Something I'm interested in, but honestly, I'm kind of scared because I know it'll hurt. <laughs> yeah. So it's something I have to get conditioned to. Um, so I have some fear there. Um, so that's one I definitely want to try, uh, especially having a friend show me. Yeah. Um, I've been getting into more sports lately. Nice. Uh, so I was an athlete growing up, but of course, there are a lot of sports that I haven't tried before. Um, I've been getting really into golf. It is a very hard game to play and that makes me want to master it. I like a challenge. I like the outfits and the little golf carts, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, I've played golf. (laughs) Yeah. I played golf once and it's definitely a lot harder than it looks, but it's like a great game to learn. (laughs) The hardest sport period. I know. Yeah, but it's amazing. 
But I also love that on a more casual take for it, it's something where you can uh, be active, get right. some steps in, also converse with your friends. You can play a really long game yeah, um, true. the outside. I really like it. Yeah, true. That's awesome. Especially in Cali, you can do that. <laughs> Not here right. now. Again, there's so many different ways to be active. You don't have to go to the gym every single day. In the new year, everyone's just trying to start their fitness journeys over again. And they're like, okay, in the new year, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to shred whatever they're trying to do. But what is some advice that you kind of have for people when it comes to starting their own fitness journey? For everyone starting their own fitness journey, especially right now, I know that there is a lot of pressure surrounding the new year, which can be very overwhelming. Um, And so I guess some advice I would like everyone to know is that I encourage everyone to take an approach that supports their lifestyle and promotes healthy habits. It's really hard to just dive in and it's easy Mm -hmm. to get discouraged and be hard on ourselves with all this pressure happening. So I I would like to stress that everyone should prioritize what's best for them as an individual. So um, that doesn't mean just throw out your goals and develop unhealthy habits, things like that. But uh, remember to prioritize yourself and approach um, conquering your goals with that in mind. That's, that's like my that. tip. Yeah, that's really good. And it was funny because I was telling you earlier that I toured two gyms. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. One was like a regular gym. Um, it had a pool. It was really nice, actually. But regular as in it, anyone could go. Old people, young people, men and women. And then I toured the all-woman gym. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, 100%. I'm going to like the all-woman gym. Just so interesting because I worked out at the first gym and I had a really good experience because it was just spread out. It was professional. And then I went to the second gym, the all-woman gym, and it was a lot emptier for some reason. And it just felt like low energy almost, maybe too zen for me. And I'm sure the gym you go to is a little bit different because it's focused on strength. But I think this one for me, I was like, oh, maybe I do need some of the testosterone in there for me to feel like the competition. Like, I don't know why I just need that energy in the room for me to make it feel like competitive or something. It's so weird. Uh But after seeing the comparison right after one another, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I actually think I'm going to go with the first option. Just on that note, just like when people are looking at gyms, like there are many different things to consider. And I guess what is something that you've considered in the past Going off of what you said, a lot of people, I almost, I would say the majority of people, the large majority of people say the same thing. Um, They like that competitive atmosphere of a commercial gym. I don't know if it's because it's, I grew up in smaller private gyms or if it's just me, I'm, I seem like an extrovert. I'm low-key an introvert. (laughs) um, I really enjoy private gyms and I love having the gym to myself and having Um, all the equipment and never having to change around. I can follow my programming perfectly. Of course, I absolutely love the energy of different gyms too, Um, whether it be commercial gyms or a gym like Blue Lab. That's my favorite one. It'll try forever. (laughs) But um, versus like a standard commercial gym and a private gym, I like the private gym feel. And uh, like, so I'm someone who, if I could have a perfect home gym, I would absolutely love it. I do have amazing home gyms that has all the equipment they could ever look for but or ever want but they still enjoy the feel of a commercial gym kind of like you do that competitive atmosphere yeah. um, doing things having people around and so I like both um but yeah I think when so for, when looking for a commercial gym uh if that's the route I was going uh I gym equipment is a very big one for me because I'm someone who needs barbells and heavy dumbbells to make me happy have a good time and also support my specific fitness goals um yep that gym equipment is very important to me and then also environment is another big one because it is also like a major mental game as well as I mean, that's for everything. Right. And so I think it's really important to feel comfortable in a gym for sure. Yeah. 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 So and also with that being said, and going back to the whole New Year's theme and everything, uh, I just want to encourage everyone who does work out at a commercial gym to try and provoke that 
for everyone and um, encourage that kind of experience for others because we all need to remember that we all started somewhere and we all have goals and we all deserve to work on them and work on ourselves and so if you're listening and you go to a gym, mm -hmm. I hope that you wish for it to be comfortable for everyone around you. And I wish that you are comfortable as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a big thing for anyone doing anything is just comfortability <laughs> for mm -hmm. anything. And actually, welcome, you know, like we all belong yeah, there. yeah, exactly. But I actually do think both the gyms I looked at were private gyms because other one was in a chain. But I think it's just interesting the vibes of all different types of gyms because at my college like it was really small and really crowded and a lot of men were in there almost to the point where I was a little too uncomfortable so not saying that it's the men but it's just like the space and being an interior designer it's all about the atmosphere and kind of the yeah. environment I guess the private gym I mean more so I unpopular opinion I really enjoy smaller gyms that have very low traffic okay okay that makes yeah. sense <laughs> like literally private I get it yeah yeah, no, really private. <laughs> yeah 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 that's funny and I thought that's what the gym would be here like at my place that I live um but it's actually quite busy and the second there's more than five people it just feels like claustrophobic and I'm like I can't do this <laughs> so um that's funny and like a hundred percent when we have our big houses one day I'm sure we'll have like ultimate at-home gyms and then that's where I'll be working out <laughs> yeah. and inviting all my friends over do you see yourself being able to work out at home if it's just you yes like it's funny because like if I'm going to a gym, I need that energy, like I was talking about. But if I'm at home, like I actually just did a workout before this podcast, oh, I can cool. do that too. Like there was a whole year during quarantine and then a year in high school too, where I did just work out at home and I had equipment outside. Luckily, my parents had a really big yard, but like I can do either. I just really need to be in the mood for either or, if that makes sense. So you'd probably have a gym membership, but also work out at your gym. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what about you? You would probably just love like your at-home gym. I would <laughs> never leave your so house. Much. I mean, I would go to other gyms, I guess, for a change in environment every once in a while. But I don't know. I don't really mind not having a change of environment either. Like yeah. when I do work from home, for example, yep. I really enjoy being at home. I don't mind it that yeah. much, but occasionally I'll go to the office or I'll go to a new coffee shop or something. I still enjoy trying new things, but I'm very comfortable with what I have too. Yeah. So I would, I would still visit gyms and I would still go to other gyms and work out with people, but I definitely would not mind working out at home at all. <laughs> that's so funny. See, that's the thing. Like for me, it's like, I need kind of like a a work life separation like my office is about 30 40 minutes away so I'm thinking if my office was below my house I don't know if I would like never stop working is the thing like <laughs> would you ever stop working out <laughs> oh my gosh if, well I, I would have to be supportive of my goals and healthy habits so I would but <laughs> I love it I mean it'd be nice to take things at my own pace uh but meaning if I could take very long rest times, have my heart rate drop back to normal for <laughs> every lift and just build crazy strength and work out all day in that sense in a, in a smarter way, yeah. then yes, I would. <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't overexert myself, yeah. I love it, I love it. And when it comes to relationships and partners, do you think it's important to have someone who's kind of at your fitness level or is it okay if they're like a little bit not at your fitness level? Yeah, I, it's something I'm figuring out. Um, yeah. yeah, right now I'm single. And so I don't have a boyfriend to compare it to, but I, I don't expect someone to necessarily be at my level and be as in love with it as me. I don't need another savvy. And so <laughs> um, if they share that interest, awesome. I would like to find a partner that is interested in it. Um, not necessarily like he has to like, want to be a coach and trainer and loves fitness and is trying to PR all the time. <laughs> but, um, it is important for me to be with someone who supports my lifestyle. Yeah. And so uh, I find it very important to, I would want a partner who is interested in taking care of his health. 
um, being interested in nourishing his body. And so someone who wasn't very active and was willing to just not care for what they're doing with the one body we've been blessed with, um, that would be unsupportive of my lifestyle. So then I, I wouldn't want that in a partner does that make sense <laughs> yeah and that's you don't have to be like crazy level super duper fit and like just look like a great god or something I know but, um, I mean yeah, yeah. I've never seen someone who is as into fitness as me so far um but I really have enjoyed getting to know people who are very into fitness or who are very athletic themselves um mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm figuring it out. I'll let you know when I have a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just curious. It does, the idea of someone understanding my lift sounds really nice. Like, oh my gosh, I just, <laughs> like 300 pounds. I definitely can't do that. <laughs> and if he's like, oh, that's so cool. And like, he gets it versus yeah. if he doesn't really work out and he's like, oh, that's cool. Like, what's a deadlift? I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, that would be like, impressive. Like, that's like three times their weight. So. <laughs> <laughs> you only do two times body weight so far yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, which you know not only I don't mean it like that I'm joking yeah but, um <laughs> yeah so I, I I like the idea of it um and I really appreciate people who are into lifting because I just know all the great benefits for it and so I would hope that my partner gets to you know um create those benefits for himself and have that longevity yeah, for sure. And I think that's so important. And I listened to a podcast. I sent it to you. I'm so intrigued by it because this fitness trainer specifically worked with women on strength training. I was like, okay, this is up my alley. And then he was saying, if older people grip a ball, whoever has the most hand strength usually lives the longest. So it's just interesting to see how all of this that we're talking about really does um equate to longevity and I just think it's so interesting because he was saying like if you fall and break your hip you have to be able to get back up and if you're not strong enough to do that then you're probably going to be more injured on the ground so it's just like such an interesting thing and how all this is going to affect us in a good way hopefully in the future (laughs) yeah uh, there are long-term results that come with it too there are so so many things like improving your bone density holding on to muscle mass to help your metabolism and your functioning um there there are so so many things yeah i i absolutely love strength training resistance training it's yeah yeah it's my favorite it's the one i will always (laughs) pitch to anyone (laughs) I know and honestly like when I was younger I was like oh I'm so skinny I'm never gonna be curvy I'm never like that's just not me but the thing is like I was like oh I'm gonna stick to the Pilates the yoga the bar there's nothing wrong with that because I do it sometimes still but once I started to do strength training I started to love my body more and more and I started to get the curves that I just never had and I was like oh now that I'm not a stick and I have curves now I'm like oh it's just like such I didn't picture that for myself kind of like my career I was like I didn't even know this could happen and strength training is just amazing because it's like you gain weight but you look so much better and you just feel better and I just feel like at least for me that was my experience yeah I really really love strength training even outside of the physical results it just feels very yeah to do those things like when my clients come back to me letting me know that it's easier to hold their kids or exactly their husband to bring in the groceries anymore just the little things like that yeah. like yeah we're capable that's so cool and so we should yeah. take advantage of our body's capabilities exactly and especially for us like short little tiny people <laughs> as some people think <laughs> like it's just impressive when you can like lift like a hundred pounds <laughs> of like oh my gosh for sure yeah, yeah. today I was uh, benching in the gym. I went to a commercial gym today and someone just freaked out because he thought I was doing way too crazy weight for my size and he like <laughs> ran over, but then I got it up and I racked myself and I was all good and everything. And he was just shocked. Um, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Kind of that silly. is funny. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. So he was really worried, but instead um, I wish he was like, oh, wow, that's great. I love that you're doing that. Just like if I were a guy or something. <laughs> I know. No, I think that is funny, but it's also like hilarious when people are like, oh, you can do that. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes. I mean, that's everyone's reactions to my hip thrusts. <laughs> I know it's insane. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that's one of my favorite things about hip thrusts is um, how 
easy, not easy, but how capable you are of progressing that lift in terms of weight. So it's awesome. Yeah. What are you at now? Um, my one rep max right now is 425. That's insane. (laughs) That's that's just, that's just for one rep. Yeah. Yeah, Still though, that's crazy, but I love that. I love it. it. (laughs) And, um, I, yeah, I'm excited to see where that will go when I work on a program that prioritizes building strength there. I haven't in a little while, but yeah, I, I think it's always good to focus on specific things at a time because it's like anything in life. It's hard to get good at a bunch of things. And so right. by focusing on one thing, it's a lot easier to improve. Yeah. And personally, I've noticed that too, because let's see, back in August or maybe July, I injured my hip. So I had to kind of stop doing the lower body stuff that I've been so in love with the past couple years. But I really started to focus on my upper body and my back and shoulders. And then I was like doing that for probably like, well, ever since then. So like four or five months. And I really feel like I've seen the most results in that sense. And also I started to not work out every single day. It's usually four times a week versus five to seven. And I feel like I've also seen more results. Is that just me being crazy? (laughs) No, um, I think it's very important to recognize the significance of recovery because even if you feel super amazing going seven days a week, week after week after week, think about it, it's hard to, like, I like to picture it on a bigger scale. And so if you're going through a race and you can sprint the whole first lap, that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you can sprint the second lap too, and the third lap too, and the fourth lap too. And so if you took it at a better pace, um, you might be able to get a faster time than if you sprinted it all out and then you're tired for the rest of the laps. So like with recovery, it's hard to go like super duper hard day after day after day. And so if you're doing yeah. that for 20 days, and even if you have an amazing 20 days in a row, that might lead <laughs> to needing seven days of recovery because you just can't maintain that pace. It's not sustainable. So instead, if you took the approach of having at least one day a week, um, taking a break, then that might make you technically be able to go harder for a longer amount of time. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And do you, you take one day off, right? Or do you take um, more? Typically, um, right now with my current program, I'm taking two days off. So it just depends on my program, the frequency and intensity I'm doing. So usually it'll be, I, I usually do five days on two days off for most of my nice. workouts. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because when I was so into working out and doing like strength training in the morning and then bar class at night in college, I was working out six to seven days a week and I was skinny. Like I definitely had muscle, but I feel like I've gained the most muscle mass by taking longer breaks, which is so interesting to me. (laughs) probably, It probably helped you come out of a calorie deficit too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Especially when you're in college, you just run around and you forget to eat. And then it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, it's also the lifestyle change back to the lifestyle because in college you're running around, you have no time to eat. You probably should eat more or less or whatever you're at. And then like, once you get out into the real world, I feel like my meals have become like breakfast, lunch, and dinner and like smaller meals throughout the day type thing. And I feel like in that sense, I've just become healthier when it comes to eating too. Yeah, you're probably more mindful of what you're putting into your body too. Yeah, definitely. Good, yeah, it is very important to have a healthy relationship with food and um, to also recognize what your relationship with food is too. Yeah, for sure. And do you follow any specific diets or do you have any restrictions? No, no food allergies, no restrictions. (laughs) Big fan of food. Um, But of course I am very mindful. Um, I'm very flexible with myself. I find a lot of value and happiness in having experiences that could include things like sharing food, um, whether I'm cooking for people, people are cooking for me, it's a holiday dinner, I'm traveling, I want to experience the culture through food, things like that. And so I save room for that and I'm lenient with myself. And even if it doesn't always balance and equate with my uh, calorie cycling and macros and everything I'm really forgiving with myself because it's um just not sustainable to try and strive for perfection and like I'm not superhuman some people (laughs) think I am 
because I'm a fitness content creator, but um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't follow anything specific, but of course that doesn't mean I just throw out my healthy habits and right. do whatever I want. Either. I'm very mindful about it. And so like with anything, there's balance and moderation. Yeah. And I finally think I found that. And I feel like on your Instagrams, at least for me, like you do a really good job with kind of telling that narrative, especially in your captions and all that, because I feel like some fitness influencers, no one specific, but just like the message is always like just vegetables, just fruit and things like that. But you do a really good job of like, don't forget to eat desserts. Like I like desserts, like this type of thing that I think is like healthy and you look great and you feel great and you still eat like a balanced diet. And I think that's important for people like me when I was younger to see and just anyone really. Yeah, so that's why I'm so big on educating people because I feel like if you understand the whys to what you're doing, it's easier to adhere to it and support your goals while still making it a very sustainable lifestyle that makes you happy. Like they don't have to be exclusive to each other. They can all happen together, you know, in harmony. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And with this job, I know a while back you were talking about kind of like having the flexibility to do, to do whatever you want and like what are some things on your bucket list like travel places that you'd like to go in the future <laughs> oh my gosh so weirdly I mean of course there's a whole massive list of places I want to go and seeing different cultures um, internationally but lately recently more than ever I've been very interested in the different cultures just here in our homeland in America, um, oh, cool. because one, it's really hard to imagine myself living in a different country. Um, yeah. But and then two, there's also so much to discover here. There are so many cultures here and we're very fortunate to be like have all of that and be so close and have access to things like trains, planes and cars and be <laughs> able to visit all these different cultures. So I absolutely love California. It's my favorite state. <laughs> so far but um I honestly haven't experienced a ton else at least long term and so I'm very interested in seeing different states maybe even living in different states for a, one to two years at a time and seeing what those cultures are like and maybe there is a different state out there that's going to be my favorite I don't know <laughs> I mean, there's only one way to find out but it's something I'm interested in that I've recently pondered but I'm not fully remote yet. So that's a later decision. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's so cool. Because this past year I visited Denmark. Um, I went to Europe for the first time and I was like, oh my gosh, after going, I was like, I could seriously live here. They're so happy. They're so healthy. They ride their bikes wow. to work in their heels. They don't eat any processed foods. Like everything's just so much more beautiful and just the clothing and the fashion and the cars and just the people are so much nicer. <laughs> and so I you just could like, imagine yourself living there? Like possibly. Really? But the thing wow. is, I am just like such uh, I feel like a New England kind of person that I feel like I could live there for like up to three months of the year <laughs> type thing. Like I'd love to have like a, a loft over there or something like that. But it's just so cool when you go to a place and it's such like a home run almost and you feel like so connected to it and you only visited for like a week. So it's like interesting. Hey, but that's the thing. So that's why I'm so interested in staying for prolonged periods of time in different places is because I I love learning about different cultures and that yeah culture you get out of traveling but when you're traveling on vacation even if it's a four-week vacation an eight-week vacation you're kind of in that vacation mode, mode and so yeah honeymoon, honeymoon with the place <laughs> so if I lived there for a year or even like six months so yeah. six to 24 months something like that then I could take it at a genuinely living pace instead of vacationing pace and then really, really learn what it's like. Yeah, for sure. It kind of reminds me of Emily in Paris and I'm not a TV person, but when I was in quarantine, I had to find something to do. So I watched it and she basically went over there for work and lived there for a year. Um, and I don't want to spoil the rest, but she basically like immersed herself in the culture. She had to make friends. She had to find lovers. She had to like find connections. And I think just that concept of like what we're talking about is so 
like interesting. And I feel like with the jobs that we have and just like the life that we've created, we're able to do that, which is like so freeing and amazing. Yeah, the freedom and flexibility there is absolutely incredible. And I also love that it opens opportunities, not just for that, but to get deeper into whatever work we're working on. Yeah, true. Invest in it in that way. Yeah. And it'd be so interesting to see like how fitness is different in different countries or different parts of the our country. Like it's just so fascinating because when I was driving by um, in Denmark, they had this like really intense, huge looking gym and I didn't go in it, but it was just like so cool to see like, oh, they do have gyms here. Like people do work out too. <laughs> yeah. For example, one of my good friends, Kimmy, she's on Instagram as well. She's actually the um, international champ for powerlifting. Uh, She grew up in Wisconsin and over there, weightlifting was a normal sport. And so that's how she got into powerlifting. Whereas in California, I don't know, a single high school that does weightlifting as a sport. So I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, Um, that is so interesting. Yeah, or even things I'm sure, yeah, within the fitness industry and sports and everything, I'm sure uh, like golf is probably bigger in places like California and Florida where you can do year round for sure stuff like that and then just and then in terms of popularity that's a whole different thing too so I wonder huh. where the different kinds of fitnesses are more popular in other places yeah all of this is just so fascinating and I feel like yeah. everyone can like learn something from this I hope because I know I am and just as a fitness influencer what is something that people expect from you do you think Everyone, not everyone. So a lot of people expect that I am this superhuman that's on a very (laughs) strict regimen that I don't have room for anything else. Um, So they think like my diet is to a T. I work out all the time and I never, ever fall off my program, but I'm human too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I guess something that they wouldn't expect is that I am human. And so I do fall off sometimes, even though I'm a trainer, I'm just like everyone else. And I have my struggles as well. That doesn't mean that I'm uh, neglecting my healthy habits, but there are times where I don't balance my macros properly, but I will still go out and enjoy time with my friends and grab dinner, something like that. Or I'm just not feeling like working out. And so I don't, I mean, I always encourage people to get movement in anyway, because you never really regret a workout. You always feel better about getting it in. But if I'm tired on a day that I, that's not meant to be a rest day, I'll listen to my body and I'll make it easy. And so, yeah, I, yeah, that's what people expect. Or sometimes when people meet me for the first time through Instagram, like when I connect with other fitness professionals and we go to an event together or something, um, they they get worried because I'm a I'm a coach. They get worried about <laughs> what they're gonna order in front of me or something. And like, guys, like you're plenty allowed to have your diet of choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is kind of funny. I guess like um, kind of similar thing in my industry in the design industry I'm always wondering like what are people going to think of my room because everyone has different tastes yeah. and it's like someone's probably going to hate it and think my room's ugly or someone's probably going to hate this chair or something like that and you're always kind of like self-conscious about like what are people thinking about me right now <laughs> so I think it can carry over into any industry but it's good to remember that we're all human and we all like different things <laughs> right yeah it's interesting I'm like and I want everyone to be comfortable about making their genuine like I know around me so yeah I'm, I'm not judgmental in that factor and I just feel like it's been so good like connecting with you so what are some future goals for this year that you have for your business and just for yourself oh okay so for my business I really want to have a team I it's going to take a village to conquer my dreams. And so I definitely will need some help. And I'm excited to see the influence that people will bring in from their backgrounds. And so that's very exciting. I really want a team. And then um, as for myself, I, I really want to start really recognizing 
the incremental steps I'm taking to get to my goals because all of those little steps are wins in themselves and I want to make sure that I am seeing all of them and prioritizing living in the present and not being too future focused because there's so much value in what's happening right now and I think what can set us all up for our best successes um, is falling in love with the process instead of the results that we're going to gain out of it because that's something that's a lot more sustainable and constructive and inspiring and so i really want to focus on the journey and all the steps in the present i love that and i think it's a good reminder for me and just everyone else to kind of enjoy the process too because it's all about the journey and not the destination on the day-to-day so i think that's great and you will definitely find your team <laughs> as well so i think that's so fun and um where can people find you can you plug yourself yes so um i am on instagram and TikTok under savvy win um, on Twitter, I'm Savvy Winfit, and you can also book a free consultation with me on SavvyWinFit.com for online coaching. So with online coaching, um, that's where I'm doing some more one-on-one coaching. You get all access to the platform that I'm using where you can track everything, contact me regarding uh, questions, concerns, you need some education, you need some motivation, you want to share success, uh, whatever you want, and then there you'll get frequent updates from me where we'll follow up on your goals and make adjustments that are necessary in order for you to progress. We'll have weekly check-ins where we video chat or voice memo, or you can just message me through the app. You get custom macros, form checks, meal plans, um, programming, like cardio and abs protocols if you need them. I'm personally someone who likes to resistance train enough to where I can live with those. <laughs> and so it's <laughs> on personal taste. But of course, I always say if that's just something you love, then we're going to include it because you should love your program. It's a lifestyle. It's not like a set structured thing that you're just supposed to follow because you have to. I want everyone to want to. Yes. I love yeah, that. I'm coaching. <laughs> awesome. Oh my gosh. So much to offer. And I'm so grateful for you. Keep it up. You're doing so well. Even in the past year that I've known you, you've already like killed it. So like, I can't wait to see what this year brings. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love our friendship and connection and love everything you've done and where you're going to. Oh. Thank you for listening in. Hit that subscribe button if you enjoyed this episode. And if that inspired you, I would love if you shared on your social media platforms and tagged me at lilygrace underscore lifestyle on Instagram. Or you can visit my website at www.lilygraceyork.com to see my show notes and leave a review as well. I would love to hear your feedback, so please tell me everything and anything that you learned today. Stay classy, stay bossy, and stay listening.